thank you for joining the We Are Family prayer line. This is Eleanor Roden. You are in for a treat with the practicality of God's Word Roundtable. And our discussion will be on koinonia. And this discussion is the first of many efforts to dig deeper into the Word of God. We are blessed to have our sister in Christ, Harriet, joining us for this roundtable discussion. Hi, family. This is Harriet, and I am so happy to be here. Harriet, can you share a little about the way the Lord has connected our lives? Sure. Actually, it was 30 years ago. My husband was in the military, and I met a few of your siblings in California. We went to the same church, and eventually we met your parents, who became our spiritual parents. And so we met frequently and prayed for people. We prayed, and we visited the hospital, laid hands on the sick, and, and they did recover. And then we met you. Eleanor, you and your family, and we set your blessings through the family prayer line. Amen. Hallelujah, Harriet. I am so excited to have you as a co-host on this discussion of Koinonia because I really enjoyed, in speaking with you, your understanding of Koinonia. So can you share that with the family? Man, yes, the word Koinonia is not an exact translation in English. The meaning of the word is associated with the concept of holy and covenantal fellowship. I like your definition, Harriet. It explains a key in this standing of covenantal pledge. It requires a holiness that we can only have through the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's not about I. It's about mm-hmm. we and us. You know, it really is. They care for each other, body, soul, and spirit, and that's what we are. And so we need to be more mindful of that, more support each other. Amen. Amen. So it does. It keeps us connected to God, and it keeps us connected to each other in a supportive way. And in the New Testament, as the apostles became filled with the Holy Spirit and established the first community of believers, they embraced and encouraged one another to share and support each other. Cornier is, is a more intimate fellowship as we know it. We really are our brother's keeper. And in Matthew 22, 36-39, the NLV tells us the first commandment is to love God with all of our hearts and with all our soul. And then the second commandment is to love our brother as ourselves. Amen, Harriet. I think this is exemplified in Acts chapter 2, verses 44 and 45, where we read about how the believers met together constantly and shared everything with each other, even to the extent of selling one's possessions when necessary to divide the proceeds with those in need. Family, a friend of mine pointed out to me, how the divisiveness of politics is calling the desire of national health care and affordable housing socialism. Well, family, while socialism is a political and economic theory of social organization, it advocates that production, distribution, and the exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. So one might think of it more as a social democracy because we vote on the people who represent us, and they should represent those issues and concerns that we have. 
voting helps identify how taxpayer money can be spent. And spending taxpayer money to meet the needs of all people in the community is more social democracy rather than socialism. As a voter, we need to educate ourselves and not listen so that we can have an understanding as what politicians are really saying. Because affordable housing and health care that's something that we as believers should want everybody to have. Amen. I agree with you 100%. We need to, to bring it down to real life and be concerned. The voting systems and all that, that's all a part of the plan of God because he's concerned about the whole man, body, soul, and spirit. And so I agree with you 100%. Sometimes we, we don't connect the total man. And so not just if you can pray, but can you eat? Do you have supports for your families? All of that is important. So to bring it down to it, we need to be more practical. Bring the word to where we are because that's where God wants it to be. He made us in his image, and that's where we need to be. We need to be concerned about the entire man, not just the spirit, but, again, the body, soul, and spirit, the entire man. Family, I agree with Harriet exactly and that's why when you share with me practical ways to realize and benefit from koinonia I said the family's got to hear this so Harriet can you share that with the family yes amen I'm so happy to be able to share because actually this is something that that I need to do more of and the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about koinonia is to read God's word daily and to talk with God, not just to him, but to talk with God and to take those quiet moments and to listen. That's what communication and conversation is about. It's a two-way street. We need to listen. So listen to God. Listen to him. And then to reach out to someone in our communities, our family members, friends, neighbors, on a regular basis and ask God, you know, who should we speak to? You know, we listen. He's, he's speaking all the time. He'll tell us who, who to call or who to reach out to. I think what you're sharing with us is reflective of Proverbs 3, 6 that reads, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And you have to be able not only to speak to God, but I like what you said, wait and hear him answer. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Can you clarify that comment about try not to be too churchy for me? Because sometimes I think I fall in that <laughs> category. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Me too. Me too. So you're not by yourself on that. But what I mean by that, not being too churchy, you know, we say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And sometimes people have situations that they're in. And just to hear those words doesn't really speak to them at that moment. So I think that we have to learn not to be too churchy, to realize that people have regular situations at, uh, at workplaces or personal challenges that they're going through. And maybe they have forgotten that as a child of God, we can take everything to him in prayer and hear people. And sometimes that gives them opportunity to remember that God is concerned about the big things and the little things. You know, in the Bible, it says, in all our ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct our path but also in the bible the word ways has an s on it as well as the word paths and i believe that that means that it covers every situation so when we get to that point where we can realize that god is concerned about all things 
like I said, we're not always in a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, mood. And people that we speak to and minister to, we can bring them to that place of hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But at that moment, they just need someone to hear. They just need to know that God is concerned about every area and aspect of their lives. And so we have to remember that, I think. That is absolutely true. I understand better now the importance of just being real, you know, Mm. because sometimes I'm not in a hallelujah mood. Sometimes I have to speak over myself to be able to see God in a situation. And as we minister to one another, we should be aware of being real. Well, first Peter in the Amplified translation where it reads, finally, all of you be like-minded, united in spirit, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, courteous, and compassionate toward each other as members of one household and humble in spirit. I really like what you shared with Philippians 2.4, the Amplified. Can you read that for the family, please? Philippians 2 and 4 says, Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Hallelujah. I like that scripture because and recognizes that our human nature is self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. And we frequently will be in our flesh, but through the Holy Spirit, we're able to be God-centered, which makes yes. us humble and practical way of application of a koinia. Romans twelve sixteen. The NIV version said, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. What was the Holy Spirit putting within you, and why did you share that scripture? Well, that was one that really brought me to the place of realizing that you need to be humble. You, you need to have humility. And we need to live in harmony in a sense that you're not always striving to, to put yourself ahead of someone else. That's a lot of work. When we can get to the place where we can just be ourselves and be who we are, people can receive Christ. But when we have ourself in front of it, we're thinking about ourselves. I totally agree with you because in the Living Bible translation, using it for Romans 12, 4 and 5, just as there are many parts to our bodies, so it is with Christ's body. We are all parts of it. And it takes every one of us to make it complete. For we each have different work to do. So we belong to each other and each needs all the others. That to me, is representative of humility. When you realize, I can't do this without you, and I especially think that it's representative of this roundtable discussion because there are points that's within your spirit that has encouraged my spirit by what you have said. And if I thought or find myself in a place of thinking I'm all that, I would miss Hmm. out, and I can't grow. And my desire is to grow and can live it, and that's what the world needs to see. And that's what makes believers stand out because we are the light. As the light and the salt, 
We need to be the flavor <laughs> of this world. And it's got to be different. It's got to be different. And I thank God for the opportunity for us to realize that. And that's why every opportunity I understand, we need to make it available for people to say this repentance prayer. I love tale of God's love and that plan of salvation, every chance. And so if there's anyone who needs Christ in their heart, pray along in agreement. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner and I repent from my old ways and thoughts. I confess Christ as the Son of God that was raised from the dead so that I may have everlasting life. Hallelujah. I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have committed to that prayer, connect with the Bible teaching church. Read your Bible and grow in the knowledge of the Lord because the Holy Spirit now dwells within you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just Thank you and praise you for this opportunity that we come together as a family, as a family and a community of believers that desire to live with true fellowship, that deep fellowship that allows us to be the salt of the earth, Lord. And so, Lord, we pray that we spend more time in your presence, that we do just as Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all thy ways acknowledge you so that you will direct our paths, Lord. And so I pray that we read your word. We wait and to hear from you. I pray that there be a love within us that allows us to humble ourselves and to take time to listen to what someone is truly saying. And dear Lord, I pray, don't let us be too churchy, Lord, but let us be practical. Let us be loving and able to connect. I pray that we do where we live in harmony with one another, that we're not proud, but we're willing to associate with people of low positions, and that we don't be conceited, dear Lord, because it's because of you, God, that has brought us from where we were to where we need to be. And so I thank you, Lord, for your word, and I lift up our family that has needs for comfort, our family that has need for healing, dear Lord. Pray for our family that's incarcerated, dear Lord, that every need is met. And dear Lord, when it comes down to it, your word that says that we be like-minded, united in spirit, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, courteous and compassionate toward each other as members of one household and humble in spirit. And I, in Jesus' name of thanksgiving, amen. Amen. Family, this is an example of two heads being better than one. <laughs> Do you think that you would be interested in doing this again? Yes. Amen. I agree with you 100%. You know, sometimes we think of the Bible as being something that from olden days, if you want to call it that. But if we, if we think about it and bring it back to real life, you know, today we need to be more concerned about each other just like the Bible was back in the Bible days, back in the, when Christianity was first started. Amen. Amen. I love you, family. Be blessed.